Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. Hi friends, welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host Marge and thanks for listening. Super glad you're here. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about a few different things. I've got a funny story that was submitted to me by someone via the interwebs. You'll be hearing about that in a minute. Some coconut oil gummies that I recommended before, but actually tried to make this week. I'll let you know how those turned out. And it'd be like the elephant in the room if I didn't mention it, COVID-19. Are you sick of hearing about it yet? Let's start there, shall we? Because it's the thing that's everyone on everyone's mind. It's what everyone's talking about right now. You can't open any news app, Facebook, Instagram, what have you, without being confronted with the reality that we're in all in right now. And it's weird, isn't it? It's sort of a weird time. Where I'm from, I'm in Ontario, Canada. They just declared a state of emergency. And the restaurant that I was working at has been told to shut down. They do offer takeout and delivery, but have decided to not offer that at the moment for the health and safety of their staff and because the business is down quite a bit, so there's almost no point in opening up, but that's giving me quite a bit of free time. Also, the new job that I was applying for, that's been pushed back, ironically not because of COVID-19. In fact, the last I heard from the company, they didn't even address that issue, but I'm sure that's top of mind for them as well, because how do you open up a new weed shop during a global pandemic? I can't say for sure. I guess I'll be finding out. I did do all my online training during my first couple of days of social distancing and self-isolation. So that was pretty useful to have that big chunk of time to just get it all done in one day. Pass the exam, no problem, because duh, I live and breathe. Well, not really, actually. There's a lot of rules and regs you got to know for serving people in a weed shop, it turns out. But the education portion of my in-store training has been completed, but everything else is still up in the air. My husband, he is actually self-employed, but because of the state of affairs, he's had to postpone several of his jobs, and people just aren't really calling right now. He, he does HVAC, so heating and air conditioning, and where we are still a little bit too early for air conditioning service calls and stuff, but people are, are also not thinking about putting in any new equipment because they're worried about how they're going to pay their mortgages, which is fair. I just feel fortunate that I don't have young children to worry about in this time because, of course, there's lots of people that still have to go to work. If you have young children, what the hell do you do when your daycares and your schools have shut down? What a mess. So if you're in any kind of precarious situation like that, I feel for you kind of in my in my own way in a similar boat. And all you can really do is stay home and wait for this thing to 
to blow over. We're all working to flatten the curve, as it were. What's really impressed me in some ways is how quickly these buzzwords like flatten the curve, social distancing, self-isolation have traveled like wildfire. And then I'm reminded that, yes, the internet was invented for good things such as rapid communication. We forget sometimes how important it is to our daily lives to keep us on top of what's happening. So have you been affected by COVID-19 in any any sort of way? It's obviously fun to make make light of it sometimes. I feel like you have to, to add a little levity to your day because otherwise you'd probably just want to cry. But I hope all of you out there are safe. I hope your loved ones are safe and healthy. I'm thinking about you. In any event, we will get through this. There's what else can we do but push through and know that edibles can help. <laughs> That's why we're here. That's why I'm still recording this podcast. Anyway, to add a little levity to the situation, I do want to share with you a funny story. So I was already speaking to a listener named Dakota who wrote in recently and he wrote me back to share a funny story and I've asked him if I could share it with you all because um, it was so good. It made me laugh. I read it to my husband. He laughed out loud and I'm sure we could all use another laugh right now. So he says, recently my girlfriend and I took the opportunity to escape from ev- from the everyday routine. We spent the night in a nice hotel ordered takeout and all that good jazz. In the process of us enjoying our time together, we enjoyed some lovely strawberry gummies. While we were waiting for our food, my girlfriend decided to tell me that I was the one that had to go get the order. So here I am, walking into a local Chipotle, walking up to the counter and the attendant asks for the name on the order. Little did I know that she set me up for sure. The name on the order order was Elmer Dumps. As I caught on to her plot after saying it to the attendant, the entire store bursted out in laugh and laughter. Needless to say, this instance was one of the best nights we've had in a long time. Figured you would enjoy the humor of the story. Well, thanks for sharing that, Dakota. I'm sure you could all appreciate the humor in that. Sounds like Dakota has a good sense of humor, as does his girlfriend. And it's little things like that that we can do to help us get through these dreary times. Interestingly, he sent the email saying that they were escaping from their normal routine by going to a hotel, and only a few weeks later, that's certainly out of the question, but we can certainly recreate some of that fun in our own houses. How? Perhaps by making some gummies, which is one of the recipes I wanted to share with you this week. So the coconut oil gummies, I recommended that maybe it was to Dakota or another listener who was interested in trying out making gummies for the first time. And the gummies that I had made for the first time were a tincture-based one, which if you don't have a magical butter machine can be time-consuming to make. So I did find on the Magical Butter Machine website, actually, they do have quite a few recipes on there too, so they're, they're worth looking at, but they have a coconut oil gummy recipe. And I recommended they try that knowing that I had never tried it out myself before. So I couldn't guarantee the results. And personally, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I really love gummies and the quality and texture of the gummy is really important because there are a lot of recipes out there where the gummies will turn out like jello. And that's not what you're looking for. Anyone who likes gummies knows you want the gummy gum feeling or whatever that come in a commercial variety that you'd pick up at the grocery store. 
So I was perhaps a little bit skeptical about what these gummies would be like, but I also feel like this is a good recipe for right now because if you are on some kind of quarantine and your access to the grocery store is limited, these are ones that you can make with not too many ingredients. And I happen to have everything I needed in my cupboard because I'd made gummies before. And I'll share that with you right now. Basically, you need a pack of Jello. If you have little kids, you might happen to have that on hand. If you do have to go out and buy something, odds are there hasn't been a big run on Jello packets yet. So they're probably still available at the grocery store. You also need four packets of gelatin or one ounce of gelatin. I happen to have gelatin packets in my cupboard as well, along with the Jello. Again, you would find that in the Jello aisle. But I also have a canister of gel- a gelatin that I've used before too. So either of those options would work. You'll probably still find that at the grocery store as well. Not a big run on gelatin in these uncertain times. You also need a cup and a half of juice. So just apple juice or juice of your choice. Well, it turns out I had grape jello in my cupboard and from the restaurant because they were giving away some of the kombuchas to the staff because they were about to expire and the restaurant was about to close down for the next couple of weeks I happened to have a grape flavored kombucha in my fridge which I used and that worked out just as well so whatever juice you have on hand apple sounds good grape sounds good to me any kind of fruit juice the only one that sounds kind of gross to me is like an orange or a grapefruit you may want to avoid those but any juice will probably work to whatever flavor you're going for you also need a half a cup of honey or agave and a quarter cup of coconut oil infused so the other great thing about this recipe is it doesn't take a whole ton of coconut oil hopefully you have that infusion already made in your cupboard And if you do, this is a pretty simple recipe to put together. And I think it only took about 10 minutes to make. You just do it all on the stove. I'll post the the link to the recipe online and in the show notes so you can see it for yourself. But essentially, you're just doing it on the stove, mixing things together. It takes about 10 minutes of hands-on time. And then you pour it into your molds and then you have to let it set. So that's where the real time comes in. I let mine sit overnight. The only thing I would say is you're supposed to set and let them come to room temperature because the liquid that you're pouring into the molds is pretty warm. And then you move them into the fridge to chill. Well, I didn't end up doing that. I ended up letting them sit out overnight in part because my fridge when I made them was fairly full of groceries because I just stopped at a couple of local food shops that were near the restaurant downtown because I did go in for a shift on Monday only to be told please don't clock in we're not sure what's happening which was which was fine but there's some food shops that sell produce from local farmers so I made sure to hit up some of those to pick up some fresh produce and some eggs and that kind of thing but the fridge was pretty full in that I couldn't slide a couple of trays of these these molds into the fridge there was just really wasn't any space so they ended up sitting on the table overnight so what ended up happening is I was able to take them out of the molds they did set still but there was like a almost like a crust at the top of every single one and I don't know if it's like the coconut oil had separated from the rest of the of the gummies but it left this sort of it looked like the coconut oil to me and then the rest of it looked like your gummy 
your gummy mix that had had set into its jello like consistency so and I don't know if that would not have happened if I'd put them in the fridge but in any case I popped them all out of the molds they had a good consistency the pot leaf molds that I used the uh points of the leaves did not break off this time so they were definitely more solid than the last jello gummies I made that I had to pretty much throw out when I used those molds and they the recipe says it makes about 60 I think I have five trays of silicone molds they all have some kind of pot leaf thing motif with them so that if somebody happens to come across these candies they can be pretty sure they're infused because they all have pot leaves on them so that's one reason why I like those types of molds but I think, how many did I get in the end? I'm trying to think. This recipe says it makes about 60 gummies, but of course that's going to be dependent on the size of your molds. I did end up with two giant gummies as well because I ran out of small molds and then I had this like, uh, they were given, this mold was given to me because they had an extra one at the restaurant. They hardly ever used them. So I said, yeah, sure, I'll take them. But they're pretty big. So I've got like two half ball sized molds of gummy. Not sure what I'm going to do with those because I haven't actually calculated how potent they are. However, they're not too bad because I know the cookies that I make typically, I use a third of a cup of infused coconut oil. They make about two dozen cookies and I've estimated those to be about 45 milligrams each. So that tells me that these are obviously quite a bit less, quite a bit less potent because it's a quarter cup of coconut oil. I must have had maybe around 50, give or take, gummies, plus the two giant ones, which I can probably cut in half or, you know, cut into pieces. But um, so yeah, I did get about the 60. So I know they're not too potent. So I can eat a few without having not a few. I think I ate three last night. And that was quite nice. Not too bad. I will be figuring out the potency at some point. So I can, if I give them away to anybody, I can better advise them. But for myself, just knowing, you know, having made the cookies so often, it's a nice comparison to see you can sort of figure out in your head like you know eating two is not gonna not gonna be too much for you to handle in this case with the potency of my coconut oil of course results may vary you need to look at how your coconut how potent your coconut oil is but if you're also someone who feels like your coconut oil isn't as potent or you have a monster tolerance this is a recipe too where you could also if you want to increase the potency of them you could add infused honey as well as the infused coconut oil so you got a couple of opportunities there to add the infusion into this recipe now I know the question you're all waiting to hear but Marge what were they like okay never mind about the techniques and little tips and tricks for making this particular recipe what was the gummy like and I'm glad you asked that because I have to give them two thumbs up Yep, you heard it here first, folks. Two thumbs up on the Magical Butter Machine coconut oil gummies. Not exactly like a store-bought gummy, but pretty damn close. And the fact that I made them in my own kitchen when I didn't have to rush out to the grocery store to buy any specialty ingredients. They only they only took about 10 minutes to make. I mean, it's checking all the boxes. They're ready pretty quickly. And you get quite a few of them. So this is a great quarantine style recipe that you can try while you're trapped at home and you need something to do because I know this is only the sort of second or third day of self-isolation that I'm going through and 
It really does lend itself to the possibility of making all kinds of edibles, but sometimes I am trying to avoid grocery stores, of course, because they are suggesting people stay home unless you absolutely have to. And I have toilet paper, though I bought some before all the rush on the toilet paper happened. I did not participate in any of that madness, which does mean I may be running out in about a week. However, I have heard rumors that the stores are restocking you guys. Believe it or not, the stores are restocking, so I may be able to go out and buy some when I need it. And maybe at that time I can figure out if there's any other kind of ingredients I might need. Now, when I was buying some stuff, avoiding the grocery stores, I did go to like bulk food stores, that kind of thing. I picked up more sugar because I may want to make more caramels because those ones are so good as well. And again, fairly quick to make. Um, I may, and I got things like sugar. I got some more cacao butter because making the vegan chocolates was also pretty good and I picked up this little book I think I mentioned it before the little book of the little marijuana cookbook when I was in Ottawa visiting my sister a few weeks ago and there's a few things in here I want to try there's one in particular I think it was infused salted caramel popcorn that's got marge written all over it and I really got to try that out and it also happens to say prep time five minutes cooking time 10 again the home cook's dream because if you are also at home and you've got people in your house with you, suddenly you're spending a lot of time with them and you can end up spending a lot of time in the kitchen. So if you want to do something fun and for yourself that doesn't involve cooking for a bunch of people or whatever, making edibles is the way to go. So this little marijuana cookbook, it's, it's a fun little book, pocket sized even. I'll post that in the show notes as well because, you know, it's uh it wasn't an expensive book, but it's got some good little recipes in it that I think would be hand. Uh, handy for people and fortunately deliveries are still happening so all is not lost you guys it's a weird time that we're living in who knows how long this is going to take before it blows over hopefully everyone's working together to stay at home and flatten the curve but in the meanwhile you have things to you you can take advantage of it hopefully by making lots of edibles and if you are making something interesting or you have some more funny stories to to share I would love to hear them at bite me podcast at fastmail.com and of course the new website is up at bite me podcast.com what did I just say a second ago did I say bite Email me at bitemepodcast at fastmail.com. Yes, I think I did. But the the uh, the website is live. And as I said, I'm running a contest for people who are listeners of this show. So it's not going to be advertised on the normal me- social media channels because I feel like that wouldn't be fair to dedicate listeners who listen to each episode every single week. I want it to go, the prize, to go to someone who's a fan of the show. And if you're listening right now, I hope that's you. I'm talking to you. What's the prize, you ask? Lay it out on the, lay it out there, Marge, because I did hint at it last night. There was going to be a fabulous prize for y'all. And all you have to do is sign up for the email newsletter. It's on the website. I think you just scroll to the bottom of the page and you can put it in. I don't have any pop-up boxes uh, for putting in your email either in part because again I wanted it to be for listeners of the show and not someone who stumbled onto the website so even if you go to the website after hearing this you're not going to see oh enter your email for some to win some fabulous prizes because again this is for listeners only that's you guys if you do go to the website scroll to the bottom there's a spot to put in your 
email address. And the prize is, this is where I need a drum roll. Maybe I can figure that out. The prize is, are you ready? A magical butter machine. You heard that right, my friends. A magical butter machine. And I just want you to know right now, this is an out-of-pocket expense for me. Because I love you guys, the fact that I've been doing this for a long, as long as I have is in large part because I keep getting emails from great listeners like you who just have good questions, have stories to share, or just sharing in the, the communal love of edibles. And it really keeps me going with this project because it's a labor of love right now. Certainly not paying my bills, but you know what? I love talking about edibles. That benefits me. It benefits you. It's good for everybody. So a magical butter machine. Wouldn't you love to have one of those? Put your email address in at my website. If you've emailed me before for any reason, you're probably already on that newsletter list. So you don't have to worry. I will be making or drawing the announcement or drawing the winner rather, sorry, on April 20th, 420. So you have some time, but make sure you get your name in there. And that's what's going to be happening. So I'm super excited about that. This is all just to encourage people to check out the new website, bitemepodcast.com. I'm hoping that you'll find it useful and some good resources there. And I'm working bit by bit to expand the offerings on the website, like more recipes and stuff like that. I have to admit that uh, there's a couple of recipes I meant to put up this week and I haven't gone to that yet with all the crazy craziness that's been happening, but it looks like I might have a few extra days off, so hopefully I'll be able to get to that as well. So I think that's it for this week, you guys. I hope you're making some fantastic edibles and stay high, my friends. We'll get through this. Bye.